Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. By the grace of God. Oh, we are so certain that even at this point, ah, we have our very own mother, our anointed shepherd, our favorite person, E.S.J. It's very nice to see all of you on this last Faith Secret Service for the semester. Hallelujah. Please hold on, hold on a moment. Just wait. Just hold on. You know, God has been good to us. Oh, yeah, he's been good to us. Another academic year is ending. I'm going to be sharing a short message with you. But there's a song I've been waiting to hear. I haven't heard it. Um, no, the choirs are doing well. Praise the worship is doing well. But I think the last song we're going to sing tonight before I preach, we're going to feel the vibe. And I want to see your moves. And I want to see you. All right. Okay. I think you got it. You got it. Give us sound Come on. Come on. Come on. Hey, you can't stand in one place. Don't oh. Let's 
Let's pray, let's pray. You are not tired, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your grace and mercy. Thank you for every miracle. There have been so many this semester. And thank you that you've come through every time. We're so grateful. And we just want to say, Lord, and ask you to keep us in the months ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Wow. I am amazed that time has gone so quickly. Hallelujah. Some of you, when you were coming to school, you were complaining so much. Meanwhile, the academic year has gone. Oh, ask your neighbor, are you one of those who was complaining plenty? It has come and it has passed. So tell your neighbor, you are plenty complaining. Has it not finished? Plenty complaining. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I think God has been good. Amen. Now, this is our last faith service secrets, um, faith secret service. It's our last one for the semester. But, but the church, we don't close. 
Yeah, the church, we don't close. So from next week, it's a 10 a.m. service for everybody, okay? Yeah, if you are around. Because some people go home, but some are around because of, what, projects and internship and various things. Hallelujah. All right, so it's a blessing. And then those who want to join tomorrow's service, tomorrow we're actually having just one leave service, actually. So those who want to join it, feel free to do so. Amen. We cannot do three liver services. So. Hey. Tell your neighbor we can't. We can't. Uh-huh. So it's just, it's just practically difficult. So that's why we're doing just one. Hallelujah. But it's been good. Now, the last time I was with you, I started talking to you about offense. And some of you are still offended. So I'm going to round it up. I'm going to round it up today. Amen. Are you there? And my prayer is that as you move home, some of you, the person who has offended you is at home. Uh-huh. <laughs> when we say that you forgive somebody, we are not saying that you should go and put yourself in the line of fire again. That's not what we are talking about. Jesus did not return to come and be crucified again. Uh-huh. But you know when you haven't forgiven, and some of you need to let go. And tonight, I'm just going to take you very quickly through the steps, what happens to you, and also how to get out. Most importantly, one of the main things or some of the main ways to help you get out. So, very quickly, hallelujah. At last, I had hoped to have it the whole month, but it didn't work like that. So, we spoke about withdrawal. Then the first thing you do when you are hurt. Please turn to your neighbor and say, are you still hurt? And tell me, but these days when you come, you don't talk to me much. Are you still withdrawn? Eh? <laughs> I don't know what we will say in tree, but in God, we'll say, Memo, hey, leave it, leave it. Oh, leave it. Eh? What? Uh, Jaimanka. Uh, leave it, leave it. Hallelujah. Now, when someone offends you and you do not let go, what happens next is that resentment sets in. Mm. Let's look in the Bible. Uh, film stars, next time, uh, when you are doing your film, remember to add, I'm talking to the choristers who are film stars. <laughs> add a scripture to your preaching. <laughs> uh, no scriptures, no scriptures. <laughs> let's go to Hebrews chapter 12. Listen, I got just 15 minutes, so let's quickly... Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 15. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Are you seeing something? It's showing you what happens. You see, when you allow bitterness to become resentment, it's now becoming a root of bitterness in you. Are you there? And it said the first person who is troubled is you. Uh The first person. Now, when it says something is a root, what does a root do? A root takes everything to all other parts of the body. Mm. It supplies every part of the body. Are you there? So, it becomes, first of all, the root is, it anchors the plant, isn't it? Every plant has a root to hold it there. So, As you are busy thinking about it, it now becomes rooted in you. Not easy to move. That's why some of you, even though you have had three weeks of preaching, is this our third week or our second week? 
third week. So this is the third week. So you've had two weeks talking about it. You can't let go because I think it's now a root inside you. Hey, are you there? And then from the roots, it now spreads to the whole body. And that should tell, that is one of the reasons why one of the main things bitterness does is to create sickness. There are a lot of sicknesses, the root of which is from something you didn't let go. You see, but it's because a root of bitterness has now formed. So the thing is deep inside. Aish. Tell your neighbor, Aish. Are you there? Mm. And what is it transferring through your body? Wickedness. Pain. Because when you are hurt, your thoughts towards the person are not good. Hello? The roommate you said you will not talk to again. What are your thoughts? How many of you, you've ever been offended with somebody and then something has happened and you're actually happy that the thing that happened, that wasn't good? Yeah. But that's not normally you. Are you seeing it? You don't normally go around wishing that bad things will happen to people. But when there's a bitterness in you, now then you hear that, oh, the guy, his job cried, has come some way, and his girlfriend has left him, and his car, they say, hey, hey, hey. Ah, God, that's real. God, they show. Hey. You see, as you are busy saying that, hey, God will pay him and things, the root is sitting deeper inside. Sitting deeper. <laughs> I, I hope you are hearing. A root is also a storehouse. Many roots store the food that it gives to the plant. So the thing that you are that's paining you is now is being stored. Yeah. And then it goes on to say that, but what have you done to my something? Ah, are they? And this one is not seen, it's Joshua. I'm looking at him here. And it says. And thereby, many be defiled. Many be defiled. Are you seeing it? You are now troubling people around you. That's why you should be very careful. Bitter people, I don't walk around them. Some of you have been entertaining yourself, listening to some bitter people who have been speaking. You don't know that it's dangerous. It's dangerous. (laughs) Are you there? Mm. It's going to reproduce itself in you. Mercy. Mercy. They're coming to ask me whether, oh, so is daddy really saying that polygamy is okay? Oh. Uh, listen, listen. Uh, uh, please, excuse me. Uh, you see, sometimes uh, one of the ways out of something is to analyze. Oh, you now, nah, does it make sense to you? Uh-huh. So you should understand that there's something more than that. Hey, the church has become quiet. Hey. Uh, Mm. I've been watching sometimes people, people ask me questions. Hey! <laughs> then I met somebody who began to give classic answers. The person said that when our father is preaching, he needs people who have got sense to hear, to understand. Wow. <laughs> they have tricked you dead. It's, it's finished. You are listening, but you don't realize that you are listening to what? A root of bitterness that's working. Are you there? A root of bitterness and it's defiling. And you have brought yourself in the line of defilement. I beg, I pray for you. Let me continue. <laughs> Are you there? Because my time is almost up. Now, the next thing that is going to happen is that you're going to become a very suspicious person. Mistrust and suspicion. So when you fight, there are some people who cannot trust anybody. They're always suspecting. Usually, it's from something. Let's take our film this night. Uh-huh. So if the girl says, I will not forgive. She's not going to suspect any guy who comes home. 
Anybody who comes. Not only that, she's also going to have a problem with her friends who have been, hey, man, you don't trust them. Hey, do you know what Antonio did to me? Hey. <laughs> Mistrust and suspicion. When God even wants to bless her, and the person who is coming is just having a chat with this guy. He says, hey, I saw you, I saw you, I saw you, I saw you. <laughs> Are you in the church? <laughs> now, in our book, which we have been studying from, there are two very long passages of scripture. And I just want to give you the addresses of the scripture so you read them. Is that okay? Second Samuel chapter 2, verse 17 to 23. And 2 Samuel chapter 3, verse 17 to 28. Okay. Now, these two scriptures are just putting together two parts of a story. Okay. One is the story in which um, David's army commander lost his brother. His younger brother chased somebody so the person killed him. And the person kept saying, stop chasing me. Stop chasing me. Stop chasing me. You know, and he wouldn't stop eventually. Exactly. So... Joab had meant the person. Now, years pass. The war is over. So the person has come to say, David, I've stopped. I mean, Saul is dead. We're not fighting any longer. So I've just come. And David said, cool. Because actually, we were not really fighting. It was Saul who was the source king. Saul who made us fight. It's cool or it's not cool. But his army commander, Joab, he actually, it cannot be. So his army commander later came and said, no, 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 no. We cannot trust. I won't allow. We cannot trust. He cannot trust because he's hurt and wounded still over that issue that happened. Are you seeing it? And eventually he called um, Abner back, the man. He called him back and he killed him. Yeah. And for that killing, he really, <laughs> I mean, it led to so many problems. I, I hope you are getting it. You see. So you become a very suspicious and mistrusting person. And I need to tell you something, that when you are a mistrusting person, you don't enjoy life. Please, those of you who are reading something somewhere, somewhere, on your phone and things, eh, it's a bit impolite. Oh, There's not a lecture room. It's your lecturer who will be teaching you and you'll be reading in the class, okay? Mm-hmm. But in church, you kind of listen and to what's going on. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. Titus chapter 3 and verse 3. You continue developing. Now malice has entered into you. Hey, Titus chapter 3 and verse 3, for we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. Are you seeing it? Meanwhile, when you are a believer, the truth is that you are supposed to have passed from death unto life, and the sign of that is love. You know, so what is it that will make you as a believer after you have been you have been brought out of this state? What can send you backwards? Is that unforgiveness? Mm. Are you seeing it? And when you don't forgive, you begin to get full of malice. Now, all these you see, these are all different dimensions of bitterness and what it does. What is malice? Is the desire to inflict injury upon a person. Mm. You see, you, are, you see that you have, you have moved, though, because at first, you were just happy when you hear bad things that have happened to a person. But now, <laughs> you are desiring to, you are the one, you now want to be the perpetrator. Uh-huh. 
you know, an unfortunate example that I'm going to use, I'm saying unfortunate because it's a very painful thing, but a lot of women who are in domestically abusive relationships, they get to this point. Are you seeing? It is when they get to this point that you hear that the person has killed a man or he has done, uh-huh. Because now she has moved past the point where she's just happy to hear that it's going bad for the person. Now the she, malice has come. So I want to do you wickedness. Hey, I want to do you bad. And you have to be very careful with it. Hey, are you there? You have to be very, very careful with it. I once had a church member like that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the marriage was, was turbulent. A lot of things had gone on. There was a lot of history. There was a lot of um, bad blood under, you know, the waters. And then one night, late in the night, around 11 p.m., the woman called me. And she said, I'm going home and I'm going to kill him. <laughs> and, and based on the history of what he had told me before, I knew she meant it. Because the man had woken up one night. She was holding his penis with a cutlass in her hand. It's not funny, oh. It's funny, but it's not funny. Oh. Ah. So, are you there? So when she said, I said, Charlie, this thing, eh? This thing. So instead of trying to convince her not to do it, I realized that I have just five minutes to call myself, brother, whatever you are doing, however you are, escape. Just disappear. Yeah. Why? Because the person has now moved to another state and once again she has planned to do you harm. Are you there? Hey, I beg you, don't laugh. It's, it's, not, it's a very serious matter. It's a very, very serious matter because not only does, do you have to run away, but you cannot be anywhere that the person expects that you go. You cannot be, if you have a brother around, you can't be there. Yeah. And you see, we are also talking about the fact that you two don't reach there. Yeah, don't reach there. Hey, that's why. Is it, is it not better to leave the issue? Yeah. We have seen young people, you have slapped your father. You see, some things when you do it, no, you have spoiled your matter. You had the case, so you had the matter until you pushed him. Hmm. Oh, la la. Hmm. I'm reading something here. It is amazing that a wounded person is like a wounded animal. Any attempt to go near, even to show love, is useless. Usually by the time the person gets to this point, you cannot, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. You got to leave it. And they move to the next point. Stubbornness. Hey. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 19. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, the Bible says everything. Oh. And some of you, you are almost here. Offense that has happened to you in your childhood, you have carried it out to here. <laughs> are you there? And this, this one, especially when the person feels they are right, when the person has actually been wronged, you see a lot of this. You know, meanwhile, sometimes the person is totally wrong. Totally, totally wrong. Are you there? Mm. 
Unfortunately, such people have a very good memory of everything that happened. Yes, this story I'm telling you about, when the lady had come to see me before she got to this level where she was trying to kill the man, she could remember dates, times, places, situations. She could remember who was there at the time, who was not there. It was a very wild thing. It was a very wild thing. She could remember details going eight years back, nine years. Details, details, into detail. Please turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I, I, I really hope it's not you. Yeah. Are you seeing it? And, and such people, if you are here and you are holding to the offense like that, you have reached that point. You see, one of the, nobody can talk to you about it. You are in danger. Mm, you are in danger. You have reached a certain place, you see. Don't forget, stubbornness, rebellion, witchcraft, all sin. I want you to ask the neighbor on the other side, are you ready to become a witch? <laughs> Please open the Bible. First Samuel chapter 15 and verse 23. In fact, before I get there, I want to show you what God thinks about stubborn people. Let's go to Deuteronomy 21 first. Deuteronomy 21 and verse 18. If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son, which will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and that when they have chastened him will not hearken to them, then shall his father and his mother lay hold of them, of him and bring him out unto the elders of the city and unto the gate of his place. And they shall say to the elders of the city, This our son is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. And all the men of the city shall stone him with stones. That he die. So shall thou put evil away from among you. And all Israel shall hear and fear. How I thank God I don't live in the days of the Old Testament. However, no, it should make us very grateful for Jesus. It is the coming of Jesus Christ that mitigates the wrath of God such that such things don't happen. However, it should tell you God's actual thought about the issue. I hope you get it. He is forgiving you because he has said that I will look upon the sacrifice of Jesus and forgive you. But in actual fact, this is how I feel about it. I feel that if you are going to be stubborn, you shouldn't even be around. Hey. First Samuel 15 and verse 23. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Mm. Are you seeing it? He, he compares stubbornness to what? Iniquity and idolatry. I don't know how many of us here at this time of our lives, you go and worship some piece of wood that somebody has cut. But the Bible says that if you are a stubborn person, you are like somebody who worships that. Tell your neighbor, it, it don't make no sense. Your last but one point before you become destroyed is treachery. Because the offense will now give birth to treachery. Matthew 24 and verse 10. And then many will be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. Are you seeing it? Treachery. Let me quickly read to you the signs of a traitor. An offended traitor will deliver or expose anything that he can to an enemy. Mm. Such a person will be unfaithful in guarding secrets that are entrusted to him. He'll disappoint your hopes and your expectations greatly. 
He will reveal things that you prefer to have concealed. He'll deceive you in any way that he can. He'll disclose secrets in violation of the oath taken. Are you there? Yeah. And usually, he'll turn the people around him into traitors as well. And that is why if you go and try to do a coup, when they catch the person trying to do a coup, they add all the people who knew. Are you seeing it? Because they see that that person had an effect and you didn't report it. Yeah. So you also face the trouble. Hey. Are you in the house or you have traveled? Hey. Because when you don't, you begin to move along these lines. And you see people like that. They've taken their father to court. Or taking their mother to court. Saying things that shouldn't be said. You are saying it out there. When you are done, your life is over. Your life is totally over. There's nothing again to pick. The church has become very quiet. Mm. And I hope you are thinking about yourself. Mm. You see. And you are thinking about the roommate you've said, I won't talk to you again. I beg you, talk to them. Mm. Not for the roommate's sake. Do you get it? Not because the person is right. You know, sometimes when you say, let go, the person thinks you are saying the person is right. No. Just saying, just so you do not. This person I'm telling you about. Oh, I had to leave it all. I had to leave it. Mm? I have to leave it. Because if I don't leave it, it will disturb who? Yeah. Now what? <laughs> oh, the person even came back, continued eating my food. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> ah, bless you. <laughs> ah. Hey. In fact, I'm now remembering that I forgot to be offended. I should have been. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and my mother has that. Please, leave it, okay? So that it doesn't follow you through your life. Leave it. Yeah. Because when the demonization happens, you are now out of control. So nobody can control you. Are you seeing it? No one can control you. You are going to continue and continue. And before you are where you have spoiled your life totally. Wow. How do we come out of this? I'm just going to give you one scripture in Matthew chapter 5. In verse 44, Matthew 5, 44. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those, them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Do you see it? Have you seen the scripture? I can tell you that to love your enemy is not easy. To bless those that curse you is not easy. To do good that, to those that hate you is not easy. Are you there? Uh-huh. So that's why you start with the praying. That's why you start with the praying. Then you pray for the person. Even the praying is not easy. Yeah, you can pray and you'll be crying as you are praying. May I remember praying for somebody. It was like I was two people. When I'm praying and I'm saying that, Lord, let the person's job go well. Then I'm like another person inside me will say, Lord, let the job spoil. Let the job spoil. <laughs> <laughs> but as I persisted in the prayer, all the heads just left. Are you with me? All the heads just left. And I just want to say to you that if you, the person who hurts you like that is at home as you are going home, just purpose in your heart to let it. You see, it does not mean the mistake that we make is that, let's say that you had a friend who knew everything, the person has betrayed you, 
It doesn't mean you go back to being that type of friend that you tell the person everything again. How do you what you mean? I mean, the Lord never said don't use your gray cell. But when you're offended, you know. When you're offended, you cannot relate with the person openly. Are you seeing it? So at least let it go. So that when you see the person, there's no physical reaction in you. There's no nothing you can be. I mean, you can be what? You can flow with the person. You can chat. You can, but just that, of course, you don't come and start sharing, oh, in my bank account, I have, hey, hey. No, 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 no. <laughs> Please push your neighbor and say, hey, you still have common sense. We beg you. We are not talking. <laughs> still have common sense. I mean, your roommate is eating all your food and not leaving any. I mean, try and get some balance. <laughs> Hallelujah. I pray, I pray that if there's if there's any hurt that has happened to you this semester, my prayer is that tonight you're going to leave it. Yeah. You're just going to let go. You're not going to carry it any further. Amen? Amen? Even if you have the right to. Amen? You just leave it. Let it go. When I say leave it, I'm talking about from the inside. I'm not going to let this thing rule me. I'm going to let it go. Amen? So that, uh, to me, our Father is the best example of it. Oh, yeah, you see him still moving, flowing. Yeah. yeah. People who have spoken very bad about him. It's like, okay, no problem. Some of them are his friends today. Mm. Hey, are you in the church? Yeah, and he still continues to trust other people, send other people, give other people chances. I know other pastors who they have had one or two, Charlie. They don't trust anybody again. Every work in the church is done by they themselves, their wife, their children, and they are from that soul. Just, yeah. But he continues to give us chances. Amen? To let go and continue to trust God and to believe that God will sort us out. Hallelujah. So lift up all those people who have offended you, hurt you, and some people have been really wicked. Yeah, some people have been really wicked. I mean, you have a supervisor. By this time, the thing should be over. Eh? Why? You are just happy to torment a student. Why? Why? But, but if you allow yourself to hate the person, it's almost like the person has got you twice over the issue and then the fruit of the hatred. Are you seeing it? Uh-huh. So just for that reason, I decide that he's not worth it. I often tell myself, nobody is worth going to hell for. Because when you don't forgive, your sins are also now piling up. Now, God can also not minister. Nobody is worth it. Tell your neighbor, nobody is worth it. Nobody is worth it. Ah! Will you go to hell for somebody? Hey! I said, will you go to hell for somebody? So that thought alone, and pray until you are okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Pray until you are okay. Is it going to take some time? Yes. Because sometimes, you know, when I finish here, I'm going to pray for the person because I realize that as I'm speaking, no, I can't, yeah. I thought I was over it because I've chatted with the person, done, but I can see that. Mm. Jama, root, no, kakrabi. Small one is somewhere, yeah. So I'm also going to do some work on it. Are you with me? Because that is how you will know. That's how you will know when you see that there's a certain reaction. 
Don't lie to yourself that, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay. Eh. <laughs> you can see the reaction it has in you, and you must deal with it. Hallelujah. You want to stand to your feet tonight. You want to stand to your feet. I'm sorry we've gone so far over time, but it's our last service, okay? I want you to just bow down your head tonight. And I just want you to pray a little bit, especially if there's a name or names coming up in your mind at this time. Just lift up your voice and, and pray. Just begin to pray. Begin to talk to the Lord. Begin to talk to the Lord about that person. Begin to say that, Lord, I'm obeying your scripture. And I'm going to start from now. I'm pray Lord, I prayed about my father that he'll fall down now. I'm not praying like that again. I'm praying for him. That, Lord, he'll meet you. That your grace will be upon his life. That you'll help him. Come on, just lift up that name and that person. That wicked supervisor. Just lift him up before God and say, Lord, I thank you that I have enough grace to pray for this person tonight. And I thank you that you answer me. Just pray, just pray, just pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice. That boss who has been taking up your matter unfairly, just lift it before the Lord. I tell you, the Lord's revenge is wilder than yours. Just leave him for the Lord. Oh, yeah, just talk to the Lord. Talk to him, talk to him, talk to him. In the name of Jesus. Oh, tonight we ask the Lord to just heal your heart and grant you that grace to be able to pray. That guy who just disappointed you. That girl who took everything and then misbehaved and embarrassed you. Tonight, just lift her before the Lord. Oh, yes. Oh, just talk to him for a few minutes. Talk to him for a few minutes. It's our last service tonight. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The Lord is tonight in obedience. I'm not carrying this thing any further. It's ending here tonight. It's ending here tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, I give you praise. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Purify my heart. Oh, yes. Ask the Lord to purify Let it be as Oh, when precious silver, precious purify my heart, let it be as gold, pure gold, let it be as gold,
Father, purify our hearts, remove the pain, remove the bitterness, remove the things that have filled our hearts, oh God. Hallelujah. We give you praise and we give you thanks. Tonight, may the presence of God just meet you at the point of your need. May every pain just resolve as you let go, as you choose to let go. The Lord is meeting you exactly where you are at. Oh yes, he's making it possible. The grace of God is enough. The grace is sufficient. Yes, you may cry, but it's no longer cries of tears of despair. No longer. No longer. No longer. They're just saying, Lord, I, I let go. I let go. And as you do, a certain grace is coming upon you tonight. And you just want to receive that touch. Just want to receive, receive that touch. Mm. Because in the house of God, you found the place that you belong. And you just want him to touch you tonight. I'll sing your praises forever. Deeper in love with you. Here in your courts where I'm close to your throne. give our lives to him before you're going to be able to forgive anyone you need him so while others are still praying, the Holy Spirit is here he's just ministering to some people so you mind your own business also some people he's touching you if you find yourself in tears it's not a problem he's just dealing with you but allow me to pray with those who need to give their lives to Jesus you need to give your life to Jesus just lift up your right hand 
Let me pray with you tonight. Let me pray with you. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, maybe I can't see you, but just come to me so I can pray with you. Because you need Jesus before you can do anything to forgive another person. Just come. We need to experience his forgiveness before you can forgive anyone. another group of people just where you are because you may not want to come forward but you know that you are in pain as I'm speaking just put your hand over your heart as I pray tonight just put your hand over your heart and I'm asking the Lord to give you supernatural strength I'm asking for grace from above I'm asking for help from above father you see every tear you see every pain and you see every wounded heart and tonight in our last service here, Lord, as that you touch your children. Let a grace come upon them so that they can do as your word says. Let that pain lift. Let your grace cover them, O oh God, and lift them over, lift them through, that this matter will cease to be so painful. The devil will not take a hold of it. He will not drag them down anymore. In the name of Jesus, Lord, when they sleep and they wake up in the morning, let them just be light because you have dealt with matters. Help them to continue to pray for the offender, oh God. And as they do, let full healing come in Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen and Amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S-E. God richly bless you.